Hello, gluten-free community. Oh my god, I'm literally so excited. Um, Welcome to the Eat Gluten-Free With Me podcast, episode one. Um, I can't tell you how excited I am to be doing this. If you don't know me already, I'm a huge extrovert and I talk all the time, so this honestly is the perfect platform for me, I have to say. Um, But yeah, I hope you are having a wonderful morning afternoon, night, whatever time of day it is for you. I hope you're having a wonderful day filled with hopefully not a lot of symptoms, but hey, we're all in this together. We all probably have celiac or eat gluten-free or have an autoimmune disease. Um, And even if you don't have any of those three, I still welcome you here and we are here to support you. And if you aren't already a part of the gluten-free community on TikTok, you can follow me at eat gluten-free with me. I'm also on Instagram at eat.glutenfreewithme, so we would love to have you as part of the community. Honestly, I would love to create the largest online gluten-free community, and you guys are making it possible for this whole community to be created. So for that, I want to say thank you. I'm so grateful for you guys. You guys have been helping me through my own journey, as well as helping other people who you may not even realize just through your comments and through responding to different people. So that's awesome. I appreciate it so much. But other than that, I thought this would be a great time to introduce myself a little bit and talk about my own personal journey, my own personal struggles and how I'm doing today and how I got to where I am today. So this might take a little while, but I think it's very important for you guys to understand a little bit of who I am before you're listening to advice that I'm giving to you. So my name is Lauren. I am 22 years old. This is kind of my side hobby. Um, I am a full-time digital marketer for a marketing firm. I do social media coordinating and I do a lot of paid media stuff so that is my full-time job that I do Monday through Friday nine to five exciting I know um again I went to college for I got my degree in business and then I got a concentration in marketing so I've known I wanted to do marketing for a while originally I wanted to go into fashion I also held a little fashion account before I started my celiac one but it didn't feel like me I didn't I feel like the fashion influencer world is like kind of fake and you know you just try to pretend to be this person this perfect person and that's why I love this account so much because I'm not perfect and my autoimmune disease makes me not perfect at all and I wanted to be able to show my flaws and feel proud about my flaws and that's exactly what this platform allows me to do but anyways um, I'm also a part-time manager at a gluten-free cafe which I absolutely adore it's like a smoothie bowl cafe and I freaking love smoothies so that's amazing I'm also an assistant wedding planner. I know, I'm all over the place, <laughs> but I I used to work at a bridal store, and then I always wanted to see what it would be like to, you know, be there on the day that they got married, so I got into wedding planning, and then this is also my job. I'm a content creator. I don't really get paid for it, but it takes up a lot of my time, and I love doing it, and it's something that I want to continue to do. Um, I would say outside of work, if I have time... <laughs> I absolutely love the warm weather. I love to go hiking at the Adirondacks. If I'm near a beach, surfing is my go-to. I love to surf so much. I have a love for cooking because of my celiac disease. It has allowed me to be able to connect with food and to find my love for cooking. And I am also obsessed with yoga and moving my body and 
ways that feels right. If that's running or I used to be a rower, so rowing or hit workouts, you know, whatever makes my body feel good is what I want to do. Um, and I also love working on being comfortable with being alone has allowed me to become my own best friend. And I find that most of the times I actually enjoy being by myself, which is funny because I'm a huge extrovert, but, um, I don't know, over the last four or five years with having my autoimmune disease, I realized how important it was to be my biggest supporter and to be my biggest best friend. And it's made a dramatic change in my life. So I definitely recommend that to you as well. And lastly, anything spontaneous. I love to do crazy things. I love an adrenaline rush. If you want me to jump out of the plane, I'll jump out of the plane. If you want me to jump off a cliff, I will jump off the cliff. (laughs) That's just who I am. And I love it (laughs) so much. So that's just a little like background about who I am. So now let's get into what we're here to talk about. Um, My autoimmune diseases, my gut struggles, my stomach issues. This is something that I've become really comfortable talking about because I think that more people need to know what celiac disease is, know what Crohn's disease is, know what gut issues are. And um, I just think it's so important to talk about. So... Personally, I started experiencing stomach pain in about 2017. At the time, I had a boyfriend, and um, I remember always being at his house and his mom making me tea or him making me tea because I'd always complain of my stomach hurting. And then um, when I finally got diagnosed, he was like, that's why your stomach was always hurting. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. (laughs) But anyways, um, in 2017, I was a freshman in college, and I went away um, about three hours from home, and it was kind of tough for me, as it is for any freshman. It's like a new environment. I'd never really left home before. Um, I was in a relationship that I didn't really want to be away from that person, and so when I went to college, it was kind of a hard time for me, and... Um, I then went through a really hard breakup and it was probably one of the darkest times of my life and that was really hard for me and with moving away and going through that breakup, my body started to change just because of stress and anxiety. Um, I started to get really bad back acne. Um, I started to lose a lot of weight that I just, you know, I was eating like you know, dining hall food, like cannolis every day and bowls of ice cream. And I was like thinner than thin. And I was like, wow, I don't know why this is happening, but like, okay. (laughs) So, um, as all this stress piled on, there was like points. I remember one day I was in bed and I literally could not get out of my bed. And my parents were like, you got to go to class. And I'm like, I cannot get out of my bed. So, I also started burping a lot, like burping after every single thing I ate. So much so that my friends called me the burpologist and it was like a running joke because I would always be burping. Anyways, in January of 2018, I ended up moving and transferring back to my hometown to finish my college degree. And my parents came concerned and I became concerned with how much I was burping because it was becoming so bad that like everyone was like, why are you burping? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't help it. I don't even know how to make myself burp. And that burping slowly turned into vomiting or baby burping and then projectile vomiting. 
So my dad is a nurse and he got me in contact with a gastroenterologist and um, he did, he kind of had a feeling that I had celiac disease and I didn't know that at the time. So he did a panel of blood work for my celiac disease and my levels came back sky high. I don't have the blood work levels in front of me, but if you ask your gastroenterologist to do a, a celiac panel of blood work, they will do that. After my blood work came back, again, my levels were sky high and my doctor literally was like, okay, next week you need an endoscopy. And I was like, what the heck is that? Um, and personally, I was not nervous because I was originally going to go for nursing. My dad's a nurse. I love blood. I love anything gory. I was shadowing in labor and delivery for a long time. So didn't I wasn't nervous about the procedure. Basically, an endoscopy is when they put a camera down your throat. It looks at your esophagus and your small intestine for any ulcers or inflammation. And it can actually check to see if you have celiac disease. So when they did my endoscopy, they found that I had a lot of inflammation and that I had no villi. And villi is the part of your small intestine that um, like waves back and forth. If you took biology class, you'll know what that is. And that is the part of your body that absorbs your nutrients. All my villi were gone. And basically, when you don't have villi, you're not absorbing your nutrients. So you can be malnourished and that causes you to lose a lot of weight which is why a lot of people with celiac disease are underweight um again when we finished the procedure he's like you definitely have celiac disease you need to start eating gluten-free so that's what I did and months went on and I was like wow I am not feeling any better um I don't really know why so my doctor was like hmm that's so strange maybe we should do a colonoscopy so we did a colonoscopy and there was um, inflammation in my terminal ileum. Let me back up a bit. A colonoscopy is a procedure that usually you get when you're 50 years old, but if you had gut issues, you'll get a more young. Um, I've had four already and this is when they put a camera up your butthole. I know it sounds terrifying, but it's not. You have to do prep um, for two days before to make sure that you you know, poop everything out so that when they go up and look inside your large intestine, you know, there won't be anything blocking the imaging. So they did a colonoscopy. Again, they found inflammation in my terminal ileum, and he then diagnosed me with Crohn's disease. He first put me on bodecicide. I probably pronounced that wrong. Basically, it's a steroid that's supposed to help with the inflammation in my large intestine. And I hate medicine, so um, I was not excited about that. And I took it as it was prescribed, and it did nothing for me. And I thought it was crazy. I was like, oh my god, this isn't working. So he was like, oh, Lauren, I'm going to put you on a biologic called Remicade. This is basically a really hardcore drug to knock out the inflammation and the Crohn's disease. And um, it didn't end up working either. I would go in like once every month and get an infusion, an IV put in my arm and get this medicine into me. And um, it didn't work. And I kept telling the nurses and they were like making me think I was crazy. They're like, well, it should be working. Like there's nothing else we can do. And it was making me feel so hopeless because at this point, my symptoms were just getting worse. I was just vomiting more, like vomiting like 17 times in a day, like 
sitting over toilets vomiting and I was like what the hell is happening I would burp when I drink water burp when I eat vomit when I drink water vomit anything I eat and I was like I can't keep living my life like this so I decided to go to New York Presbyterian Hospital in New York City and see a celiac specialist it was actually kind of concerning for me because I just thought, oh, I can find a specialist and just go see them. But no, my insurance, like, didn't cover the person I need to see. And this is the first time I kind of felt limited on, like, being able to get help because I couldn't afford it out of pocket. And that's also why I love to provide help for free because I just don't think that it's okay for people to go and suffer because they can't afford to get the resources that they need. And that makes me so frustrated. But, um... I ended up like pleading with my insurance and they finally covered the person that I needed to see. And um, I saw her and she tested for things that I'd never been tested for before. She did a stool test. She found out that I had E. coli. She also tested me for small bacteria overgrowth. This is testing you for um, overgrowth in your of bad bacteria in your small intestine. And I ended up being positive for that. So she put me on, I forget what the, it was an antibiotic that I was on for about a month or two. And I took that and she basically said, I don't think you have Crohn's disease, Lauren. There's not enough inflammation in your large intestine. And I think it's just your celiac disease. And, you know, my levels for my celiac were coming down, which means the gluten-free diet was working. Um, But I was still feeling so sick. And then about a month later, I went through, I go through periods where I will be so sick and then I'll go through six months of having absolutely zero symptoms. And then I will go through another six months where I absolutely feel like I am about to die. And then all my symptoms just completely disappear. And this occurs every year and I have no idea why it happens. And I'm currently in the, I have no symptoms phase and I don't know why. I'm hoping it's because I figured out my diet, but I don't completely know why this happens. Um, And at that time, after I was treated for E. coli, SIBO, and I was eating gluten-free, I was feeling really great. And I also forgot to mention, she took me off the biologic Remicade because it's a very dangerous drug to be on, especially at my age. I was 19 years old, and she didn't want to see me on that for the rest of my life, so she stopped that medication. Um, After that six-month period where I was feeling absolutely amazing, I started to feel even worse again. Like, my symptoms just came back in full force and more. And I was, like, throwing up all the time, Um, being too weak to leave my bed. Like, it was so bad. And I also had no one to talk to. I mean, my parents, they could only say, I'm sorry, so many times. And I had no friends to relate to. So all of this has made me so strong because I've had to deal with it internally and overcome all of this on my own. Um, So I decided to keep working with the doctor in New York City. She did another endoscopy, another colonoscopy. She's like, it's celiac. I don't think it's Crohn's. And I was like, okay. And then she just started not responding to me. And it was getting really hard to communicate. And I was like, I need someone who can respond like immediately when I need help. So I decided to go back to another gastroenterologist. So it would be my third one. Um, He didn't want to do another colonoscopy. He didn't want to do another endoscopy. He was kind of like, try a um, probiotic. And I was like, okay. And I tried it. Didn't work. He tested me for SIBO again. He treated me for SIBO again. And I still felt like shit. 
And basically, he's like, I don't know what to do with you. And I was like, okay. So then my dad, again, works with gastroenterologists. A new doctor came in. Really great doctor. So I decided to see that doctor. And this is kind of bringing me to present day. So present day, I have celiac disease. Um, Over period from 2018 to about 2021, So I saw this new gastroenterologist and I cried my eyes out when I saw this guy. I was like, bro, you need to help me. Like I am suffering. Like there's sometimes like I just don't even want to be here because like I can't live like this. And it was hard to be that vulnerable. But at the same time, I felt so hopeless. And I was like, I just need you to help me. And he made me feel confident and he gave me a game plan. So he did an endoscopy literally the next week. my blood work right now is under control my celiac levels are normal so he's like I don't think it's celiac disease um he did a stool test to test for Crohn's levels and they weren't elevated but he says that I have celiac disease and Crohn's disease and they're both in remission and on top of that I have refractory IBS um IBS is kind of just a broad term and celiac and Crohn's kind of fall under that. But um, they're kind of all intertwined. He basically explained to me that my case is rare because I have overlapping autoimmune diseases. And one thing that he did say that really tore me to pieces and uh, hit me hard was that he's like, I'm going to try to help you as much as I can, but I want you to know you might be living with these symptoms for the rest of your life. And to be told that there's like nothing more they can do for me because they can't, they don't have the technology and the medicine to help someone with an overlapping autoimmune disease. It was really freaking hard. And that's kind of when I went full force, like, fuck Lauren, you need to help yourself or else no one's going to help you. And kind of got me to where I am today. Another thing that he put me on is a, a trampoline. It's like an antidepressant, but it's not used for anxiety. It's used at low doses, I'm on 10 milligrams to help with um, my bloating, and it's commonly used to treat IBS. He also recommended IB Guard, which is a peppermint supplement that you can take that helps with your IBS. I haven't started that, but I know people who are on it and people who have found great success with it. I also started working with a functional nutritionist. This is probably the third nutritionist that I have seen. I'm a very clean eater. I've never really ate fast food. Um, I just, I've grown up with parents who care about health and fitness and that's kind of never been my life. So going gluten-free wasn't that hard for me to do. It was hard in terms cause I love sweets. So that was very difficult, but like I pretty much already ate gluten-free when I was going transitioning from, um, my norm, my other life to my new gluten-free life. So I decided to meet with a functional nutritionist and we worked together on the, the low FODMAP diet. Because at this point, I was just hopeless. Um, Basically, it's when you avoid foods with high FODMAPs, um, which which are high inflammatory foods. And that didn't end up working for me. So she put me on an even more restrictive diet called the SIBO biphasic diet. This is usually treated to eliminate foods that um, cause bad bacteria to grow in your stomach and... Basically, you're trying to starve the bad bacteria by removing those foods that give it the energy to grow. And that diet ended up helping me a lot. Basically, it helped me realize that I need to eat 
more paleo and kind of grain free and that high veggie high protein meals sit very well with me and high high processed goods like breads and pastas and carbs and stuff like that and natural fruit even don't sit that well with me so that helped me a bunch um but the one thing that I wasn't too fond of with functional medicine is the supplements there was a point where I was recommended to take like 20 plus supplements a day and like that's just not who I am and I don't personally believe in that nothing against you if you do it's just like I I don't swallow pills well, like meaning my GI system doesn't accept them well. Like whenever I take pills, I always throw them up. So for me, it didn't seem like the best um, solution to my issues. But so I, I started this recently. I've done the functional nutritionist the past six months. So I really am grateful that I did it because it helped me to learn to feel how my body feels best through diet which has always been a struggle of mine because I've always bloated with every single thing that I ate, even when I tried to remove something. And it took going down to a SIBO biphasic diet and removing all carbs and all sugars and adding them slowly back in to realize that which carbs my body would accept and which sugars my body would accept. And that helped me tremendously. So if you are in your last hopes, I would recommend seeing a gastroenterologist telling them your symptoms, you know, if you think you have celiac, I'm sure they'll test for that. And maybe working with a functional nutritionist because that seemed to help me a lot. But yeah, so that's kind of a synopsis of my health journey. I've probably missed a lot in between because, I mean, this has happened over the past, like, past six years, so I can't recall everything. And I can probably write a whole essay and a book on my entire health journey. Um... I mean, I make it sound like, oh, just this little health journey. But no, there's been so much struggle in between. So many mental breakdowns. So many times where I just didn't think I could do it anymore. And if you feel that way, you're not alone. There is hope for you. There is a life without symptoms. And it takes really hard work and real consistency and real faith in yourself to be able to do it. It can't be like... Your health has to be your first priority when you have an autoimmune disease. It can't be your second or third or fourth. You are the priority. Not your boyfriend, not your parents. You are. You need to do stuff every day that's going to benefit your own health and help you crawl your way out of your misery with your autoimmune disease or else you might never get there. But if you focus on yourself and focus on you, you will get there. And I can promise you that because I've done it. So, yeah. That's that's a synopsis of my health journey, and I hope you enjoyed this, and this is just the beginning of something that I'm going to be doing ever so often, and I hope to talk more about my journey with celiac disease and different tips and tricks that I have and all of that goodness, but for now, I just want to start off with my journey, and if you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me on instagram um it's at dot no it's at eat dot gluten free with me and my tiktok is at eat gluten free with me and i'd love to be friends i love to talk to people so send me voice memos say hello do whatever you gotta do but i'm always here to support you 
I'm, I've got your back and you are not alone in this journey. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Love you guys. Have a good one. Bye.